Welcome. You're listening to the Skin Ritual Wellness Circle podcast with Megan Jean and Lainey Porter. Here we explore an eclectic collection of our guidance and support towards feeling amazing, calm, and whole every day. We'll learn how to care for our skin, body, and mind, the rituals that help connect us to ourself and embrace the fact that our needs are important. If you've ever been cycling from self-loving to self-forgetting, been yearning for better skin with proper advice, or you're ready for the permission to put yourself first and adopt loving wellness rituals into your day, then this podcast is for you. I was really keen to talk about this particular topic today because it feels like it is a huge concern of a lot of clients that are coming in lately. And on a personal note, it's something that I too am definitely experiencing a hell of a lot more of in these last couple of weeks or months or whatever. Today, we're talking about anxiety. And I think I'm going to come at it from that point of view that you do not need to accept that you suffer with anxiety, you do not need to put up with it, and there are things that you can do to remedy anxiety from the small right through to the large. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about anxiety from all angles, Is it circumstantial? Is it avoidable? And what can you do to manage it? Ah, yes. So, anxiety, huh? (laughs) Hands up if you suffer with anxiety. I bet you do if you're listening to this podcast today. It's been something that I have grappled with for most of my life. From my teens, I distinctly remember starting to get to that point where I had little panic attacks and whatnot, but I guess not knowing exactly what anxiety was back then, I probably have suffered with it my entire life. It's really hard because you know that stress is a part of life and not every day can go as planned, but anxiety can come when we feel totally out of control. Anxiety can come when we feel like the little pebbles of life are stacking up and all of a sudden it's just that one pebble too many, right? That straw that broke the camel's back. And then you can have anxiety and not even know why. So it's a very deceptive and funny little creature, right? I believe that stress and anxiety is something that we just accept a part of our culture these days. And it's really interesting with COVID-19 and and the lockdowns. I mean, where we are in in Melbourne, in, in Victoria, Australia, 
you know, we've gone through essentially two lockdown periods and it was a good opportunity to really reevaluate. And that was one of the key things that I thought about was that why on earth do I and we perhaps as the collective just accept that stress and anxiety has to be a thing? Racing from one appointment to the next, work, managing life, you know, we all just go, oh, yeah, that's just the way it is. But what I want to put to you is, mm, is it? <laughs> that's my question. <laughs> is it actually something that you need to accept? Because that's a change that I've made. I, I don't accept that I have to live that way that it actually has to be something that people endure and definitely not myself. So the choice in this matter is yours. Do you want to accept that life needs to be stressful to the point where it's making you feel physically and emotionally unwell? I hope the answer is no for you right there in this moment. It's so easy to feel locked in to what is, but we all have the opportunity to break free from any mindset, any thought pattern, any situation if we choose to do so. And yeah, it might not be a choice that can happen instantaneously, but the mindset side of things is something that you can change very, very quickly if you allow yourself to. Sometimes it's just a matter of saying to yourself, I choose differently from this point onwards, and you'll be surprised at how the series of events that follows does actually match that intention that you've set. So if you're generally anxious, or you know that there's certain circumstances which bring about a little bit more tension, stress, and anxiety, the next thing you can do is evaluate, like actually, yeah, you, you don't have to sit down. You don't have to sit down and do anything. This is all mindset thoughts that can be done in the car, you know, after you've listened to this podcast or pause it right now if you want to. <laughs> and just think about those times, those scenarios that do make you feel a little bit more heightened, a little bit more next level. What can you do to bring a little bit more calm into those situations. It's about knowing your boundaries, knowing that an hour at the shops max is all that you can handle, knowing that too many engagements over a weekend period, it, it's just not going to work. Or maybe the flip side is knowing you need that decompression time, you know you need that space to recalibrate and how are you going to work that in to your day or your weekend or your week to give you the strength, and it sounds dramatic, but no, you know, give you that strength, give you that recharge to be able to handle things a little bit better. Now, we will talk about certain remedies shortly, but I just call it planning for calm, basically. <laughs> 
what are the things you need to tweak and what are the things you need to do outside of those moments that are going to make you feel good. Because I promise you, you are allowed to feel good. You should feel good at all times. So welcome that feeling. Let it in. On the flip side, anxiety can get us when we are caught off guard, isn't it? We can all of a sudden start to feel a bit of stress and those anxious feelings creeping in. I'm sure if I asked any one person, so so what does anxiety look like for you? You could describe it. For me, it generally comes about with a little bit of that tenseness in my throat, in my stomach can tend to make me feel very flustered, of course, but also a little bit sickened in the stomach. And (laughs) unfortunately, feeling ill for me is something that also then makes me feel more anxious. And then I feel more anxious because I feel ill. And then I feel ill because I feel more anxious. So, oh my goodness, it is definitely something that can spiral out of control. Maybe you relate to those things, or maybe it comes about a little bit more differently for you. But It's really important to acknowledge these little messages that your body is giving you. I think we accept stress and anxiety so readily these days that it's super easy just to bypass any acknowledgement of these signs or symptoms when they hit. So a little bit more self-awareness is the key. And I urge you to step into that awareness a little bit more, even over the next couple of days. If you just sort of think, okay, every hour or whenever, it it doesn't have to be structured like that, but just whenever it comes to mind, how's my body feeling right now? What does my head feel like? What does my throat feel like? What does my stomach feel like? Do my muscles feel tight? Do they feel relaxed? What's my breathing like? Just tune in. That's all you have to do. And if something is out of alignment, meaning it doesn't feel perfectly normal and good, then what message is your body trying to tell you? And what could you do in that moment to alleviate that call, (laughs) that message that's coming through? Because one of the things I look back on and think of through accepting that anxiety is just a thing that you've just got to deal with, the countless moments where being more in tune would mean stop what you're doing or grab for a remedy. Essentially, no, don't push through. Calm yourself now while the calming is only requiring a small amount of adjustment. Regulate the system now while you still can to prevent it from being a huge situation later on or down the track. I feel like what comes to mind is, oh, you can't just stop everything, you know, you can't just quit something halfway through or whatever. But it's, it's funny, if you actually make the decision to not accept these ways anymore, to not accept anxiety having to be a thing, you'll be surprised if you actively look for the moments 
to recalibrate yourself that they're always there in almost any situation. So planning to calm, knowing to calm, (laughs) it's two things that are separate and yet one in the same. We're all capable of it. Knowing yourself is also really important. Being unapologetic about yourself. You know, I'm sensitive. I've publicly come out. I say to people, I'm empathic. I feel things. So half the time, I wonder if the uh, (laughs) anxiety is even mine. Uh, If you want more information about what I'm talking about, being empathic. I actually, on my other podcast, which is Empathic and Heart Driven, you can also search for that and find that in all the good podcast places like you're on right now, Empathic Plus Heart Driven with Megan Jean. (laughs) Multi-talented here. Um, That is another source, another rabbit hole to go down because the way we feel things knowing ourself, that can be a big key into helping us navigate these situations where we might feel anxiety and overwhelm. One of the best resources, the best books that I have ever read and listened to, and I've got it on Kindle, I've got it on Audible, and just so happens we do sell copies of this book at Circle Skincare and Beauty, our, our HQ, is the book Soul Modes by Carly Marie. This has been a big shift in my mindset, realizing that things like overwhelm and anxiety can actually be dependent upon what mode you're in. And mode is different to mood. So as the book would state, Feminine core being specifically, but that doesn't mean that it's only related to women. It can be for feminine core beings that are men as well. We go through four different modes. And whilst, you know, to to briefly summarize, we have that sort of take over the world, change everything wild mode, and we have a much more introspective, hibernating bear mode as it's described. And and then we kind of kick over into this tick everything off the list super mode and we become uber present and yearning for connection in our sparkle mode. I learned through this book and these teachings that there are times in our day or in our week, depending on how fast you cycle, where things do feel like they get on top of you much easier. You may not be able to handle things as slick as you would in your other modes, especially when you're in that hibernating bear mode. So knowing that there are times where things feel a little bit harder to digest, if you know yourself, it means that you can actually either plan to not put yourself in such stressful situations or take it easy or readjust your schedule when needed. Or it can just simply explain why 
The big bold moves that you made yesterday feel oh so scary today. <laughs> and you might be in a little bit of a, you know, berry fog as as these teachings or, or book would suggest. So I recommend first and foremost, if you are looking to know yourself deeper, we do sell the book Soul Modes at Circle. And definitely grab yourself a copy or check out our website. You can check out our online shop on there as well. Since tracking the modes that I go through now, I'm also very aware that experiencing the overwhelm in most cases is actually something that if you face forward into it and let it be, that you might actually get through it quicker. So it it's basically saying that don't bottle up your stress, you know, don't make it mean something bad. Don't try and just stop it for the sake of, of pushing it under the rug. Sometimes we do need those moments, those afternoons, those days to just really feel into whatever emotions are coming through, being aware of what's going through your body and being loving towards it, nurturing yourself. And you might actually cycle through the stress, the overwhelm, or the anxiety a lot quicker than if you just, as I said before, sweep sweep it under the rug. No, 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 we're not doing this. No, 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 I'm just going to carry on as if it doesn't exist. That's when it really does pile up. That's when you get the straw that broke the camel's back syndrome that I mentioned earlier in the podcast as well, right? You've probably been there. So let it be if you can. But other things that I personally do to make these moments feel a little bit better, it's not about sweeping it under the rug, but these are certain remedies that just help me to feel a lot more centered, in tune, in control, whether it's a placebo or not, who knows, (laughs) is a few things. So essential oils have also been something that I've been keenly interested in for most of my life, but in particular, in the last decade or so, using essential oil blends in a variety of different um, packaging, I guess, is really, really helpful when it comes to dealing with stress and anxiety. I generally burn essential oils within my house. So coming home, I'm wary that this is the sacred space. This is the decompression space. And even though things might be busy and yes, I might be cooking dinner or I might be cleaning or I might be doing something like that, having a blend going in the air diffuser or an oil burner is great. Personally, I like to choose candles that actually do have aromatherapy within them as opposed to fragrance. This is just my preference because I like to think that I'm getting a therapeutic benefit rather than just the pretty smells when I'm burning candles in my house. So that is a a conscious choice to add beauty and warmth with candles burning, but also the therapeutic benefit of calming essential oils within them. 
That's why with Circle, we choose to have the relaxation blend through all of our crystal candles that we sell within the shop because it just creates the most calming, beautiful atmosphere, as well as them being full of crystals. (laughs) But I also do have the ability to quickly dose myself up with some essential oil by carrying around a roller. So essential oil rollers are really easy to keep in your bag. And I generally have a variety of different blends to help me with whatever I'm feeling. But the Calm Roller that I have um, with a, a few different essential oils in that is really great to apply to the pulse points. If my chest is feeling tight, if my stomach's feeling you know, unwell, it actually works really well to rub that roller over those areas too and take nice deep breaths in of the pulse point roller to help you. That's great. You know, if you're at the shop, if you feel the anxiety creeping in when you're at work or whatever, I find pulse point rollers are great because we can't carry our oil burner around every day, can we? Even so as well, I find that if, if pulse point rollers are not your thing or, you know, burning essential oils is not easy, and especially if I'm pe- feeling particularly anxious before bed, we even have the option of pillow sprays that we do have at Circle. But I got onto pillow sprays probably within the last 12 months. And that is such an easy way just to spray a little bit of the essential oil or onto your clothes if you must. And you'll get that nice calming benefit of the essential oils as you drift off to sleep. It can be so good. I find that it's even good knowing that I sometimes work late into the night. You know, maybe for young, you know, kids or teens, you know, they need that decompression. Let's be honest, you know, if you are watching TV, if you are on devices before bed, we know we shouldn't be. And that that's another whole thing in itself, you know, knowing, planning for calm, knowing that you should probably shut off a little bit before bed, that's an important thing. But let's be honest, life is life. And if you do need that help to regulate your nervous system, I find that the calming pillow sprays or sleep pillow sprays, relaxation, whatever's your best option, is a really good remedy to help with resetting you and recalibrating you the best possible way. Sleep is where our body does most of its healing work. So setting yourself up for a good rest and a good decompression time is great. And essential oils work beautifully towards that. I do tend to carry crystals with me everywhere as well. I've always got crystal bracelets on. I wear crystal jewelry, other jewelry. And I tend to carry around crystals in my bra as a little bit of a planning for calm type of uh, stance. I do choose crystals specifically if I am feeling a little bit anxious, if I'm in bear mode, as I mentioned before with Carly Marie's soul modes, or just anticipating the craziness of the day, I'll generally choose certain stones. Things like amethyst is always going to be a good one because it helps to protect you from negative energy 
And it's a beautiful healer and it's a calming stone that works so well when you want to alleviate yourself of stress. If it's negative energy that you're trying to repel that you feel sometimes makes you, you know, feel stressful, then the darker stones tend to be the go-to for helping with that. Things like tourmaline, obsidian, um, I even find smoky quartz is a really calming and 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 it, it it's a really great stone for absorbing negative energy in a really calm way as well. So so smoky quartz is a beautiful piece to carry with you. On days where things feel particularly next level as well, I might pair any of those stones with some clear quartz, because that definitely amplifies the effects of any of those crystals. So it just gives you that knowledge that you've, you've, you're covered, you're covered and you're really well protected powerfully by carrying some clear quartz too. That in itself is also a beautiful purifier and, and a helper for you too. When stress and anxiety become a thing, Think of it this way, your nervous system is going crazy and actually a remedy to help is to create movement, create movement within your body, create movement of your body. So you'll be surprised sometimes if you are sitting in a situation that feels really stressful, one of the things to do is to actually get out of there, go for a walk, stand up. Move your body, create motion to create the energy movement as much as the emotional movement. Walking, dancing, shaking it out. You'll be surprised at how that can be a pretty good quick fix. And create that energy movement and that toxin movement through the body by upping your water intake. I know that maybe going for a cup of warm drink, a tea or a coffee sounds good, but when you have got that heightened state within your body, probably the caffeine isn't going to do you well. And I know this is crazy, right? But as much as we go, oh, a bit of alcohol is going to calm me right down, let's be honest, it's probably going to Add to the problem, or it's a temporary fix to get us out of the situation, and then probably your anxiety comes back worse in the long run. Am I right? So, being good to yourself is the utmost priority when you're going through these patches of stress and anxiety. What are the things you can do to do well by your body? by the insides. On the spirit of self-care, water moving things through the body is one thing, but water being something that can absorb and cleanse the body both physically and energetically, oh, don't underestimate it. Having a bath, it's a phenomenal practice. We really, really underrate baths. And if you don't have a bath, just standing under the shower and setting the intention that you are cleansing away the stress or envision the muck 
coming off your body, the little stress muck, the stress balls. <laughs> Think of it like that. Washing that from your body. It can be a really great practice to get into the habit of doing regularly or particularly in those times of stress. Getting things off your chest is another very underrated healer when it comes to stress and anxiety. Now, it might not be easy to tell everyone your problems or deepest, darkest secrets, but I've found that journaling, whether it is writing it out or if you just feel like you want to talk it out with someone, honestly, sometimes I just use the voice recorder on my phone. It is amazing when you can verbalize things. You know, verbalizing things is an energy release. And that is, I promise you, one of the number one reasons why you do feel so good when you come and see us at HQ, when you come and see us at Circle. So many clients always tell me and Lainey all of the things that are going on with them and we invite that because we are consciously aware that verbalizing things actually does account for up to 80, almost to 90% of the healing that's required to get things off your chest. It is highly underrated. That's why we feel good when we get to talk to girlfriends or, or talk to our partners about what's on our heart. But if you don't have that opportunity, writing it out, it is very powerful. So think about that. A regular journaling practice makes a huge difference too because rather than getting to the point where you're just going to explode all of your problems onto the page by doing that regularly it honestly is a practice that pays off especially if anxiety and overwhelm are one of your close counterparts (laughs) one that you would rather do away with of course so everything I've just mentioned They're perfect tools for your plan for calm toolbox. Let's call it that. (laughs) But what do you do if you are honestly in a full-blown state of panic, overwhelm, anxiety attack, whatever you want to call it? In these times, I've found, first and foremost, you must do whatever it is that you need in that time to calm yourself down. Yes, whatever's happening in that moment may be completely out of your control, but checking out from the situation and from your body and the way that it feels is top priority. The only real way that you can achieve that is perhaps through, firstly, deep breathing. Deep breathing, focusing on your breath, focusing on just taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. You can even practice, you know, taking a deep breath in for four and releasing for six or eight. And by numbers, I mean the count of. Um, I generally would seek out a proper stress and anxiety related meditation. Meditations are everywhere. YouTube, I use the app Insight Timer and you literally search for whatever type of meditation you're after and it's there. There's so many different ones to choose from. 
But another method which is my go-to if I am having a panic attack, it's called tapping, EFT, tapping. Emotional Freedom Technique is what EFT stands for. (laughs) And the premise of this type of practice is that you are tapping your fingers over the meridian points which lead across the, the face and under the arms and the neck. There is a specific sequence that you follow, but the best thing is in this day and age is that you can search for what they would call maybe EFT tapping or tapping meditations maybe on YouTube, on you know all the, the best places that you find your meditations and, and footage. I tend to use a bloke called Tapping with Brad. He's very lovely. And there is a specific one I seek out on YouTube, which I believe is for fear and anxiety. There's a couple that he has. But you'd be surprised. Tapping it, you won't believe it until you try it. You can easily follow. You don't even need to know what to do. You can easily follow what they do on the footage. And you essentially are tapping, but at the same time, you are saying things out loud. And and the tappings that I've done in the past, it sort of acknowledges the feelings. It might take you through a few courses of the tapping sequence by actually saying, you know, this feels terrible, this feels horrible, this feels tight. I don't like it. You, know, you might say all the all the negative things that you're feeling, which is good. You're, you're acknowledging it. You're addressing it. And then you start doing the tapping sequence in the rounds by saying the positive things or the clearing things. You have to try it. Tapping is not just good for anxiety. It is actually good for everything. There are about a bajillion online and we will no doubt cover tapping in more depth in future episodes. So check it out because I have honestly gone from complete panic, you know, unable to breathe, feeling super sick and maybe it takes a couple of rounds, but it definitely dramatically decreases the fear, the panic, the overwhelm within, you know, those minutes or however long it takes. You know, I guess when you're in that state, anything, you'll try anything, right? But I highly recommend EFT tapping to help with anxiety. In the long term, if you do feel like stress, overwhelm, anxiety is a thing for you, And even when you feel like, I don't accept this, you know, I shouldn't be getting this, don't ever feel afraid to seek help from professionals, whether that's your GP or you want to go down the natural approach. I've personally found in this time, like I said, you decide that you won't accept this way of being anymore. And it's amazing how things open to you. 
I've gone down this huge rabbit hole this year of really piecing together everything. For me, it's no more stress than life presents, but I've made a stance that I need to get on top of what goes into my body. So dietary, maybe there's some more underlying dietary changes that need to occur for you. So seeking the right advice is very important. And if you do need to go down that pathway of medication, I I just don't understand the stigma that is out there around medication and anxiety. But if you need that help, then you go and get it. You have to do what you have to do for yourself. So make sure you're getting it from the right sources and seeking out the right advice of the right healthcare professionals. But you do you. Because I really do believe that anxiety is just one piece of the puzzle. Dig deeper and find what needs to be done to the whole in all aspects. And it is something that you can manage or even conquer. All you have to do is choose. Choose that that is what you want to do. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Feel better, my love. I feel compelled to say that, to sort of finish it out. We hope that you join us for future episodes. It's a little bit of a mixed bag here on our podcast. Uh, In future episodes, we're planning on bringing you a little bit more skin knowledge, a little bit more energetic knowledge, and of course, sharing all of the tips, tricks, and rituals that we do to make ourselves feel calm, whole, and together (laughs) as best as we possibly can. We're all in this together, aren't we? So if you loved today's episode, please subscribe. There'll be plenty more to come. You can seek us out on social media at Circle Skincare and Beauty, all one word. Or if you want to connect with us more deeply, check out our website, www.circleskincareandbeauty.com. We hope that this has given you a little bit to think about and maybe even just sitting in the energy of this podcast has made you feel a little more calm as well. As always, all we want is for you to feel good and own it. You've been listening to Megan Jean and Lainey Porter. From the bottom of our hearts, we truly thank you for joining us in the Skin Ritual Wellness Circle. You can find us at www.circleskincareandbeauty.com and we are known as at Circle Skincare and Beauty on all social media. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, review. It's going to help other people just like you find this supportive circle, bringing the skin ritual wellness vibes to all. We look forward to chatting with you next time. 
Until then, feel good and own it.